Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And welcome to the Randomly Generated History Club Christmas Special. Where us three non-historians pick a Christmas at random Uh and try to learn things about it. Sorry, was there homework? There was some homework, which I've done. Okay, good. That I set and didn't tell anyone about. (laughs) It's surprise homework. Okay. The best kind. I thought, to be clear, this was a non-episode episode in which people are not getting approved content. Well, I, like Hermione Granger, have done extra credit. I love that. I've got some stuff good to go. Um, But first of all, introductions. Yes. My name is Ant. My name is Hermione Granger. (laughs) (laughs) Will, Um, what's your name? I'm I'm, I'm Will, still. Okay. (laughs) This is going to be, this is really fun because it's going to be a taste of what the Patreon bonus episodes are like, which is to say totally unhinged. Completely unhinged. So this is your flavor. Feel free to give us money so you can hear more of it. So wherever you are this Christmas time, we hope that you're having a lovely time and you can sit back. You have a festive drink. A Yule log. A, a Yule log, an eggnog, a big dog. A Balrog. A Balrog. All of those. Um, but what I've done is I've taken actually the opportunity here to uncover some facts about the history of Christmas itself. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Are you ready? Yeah. Like last oh, last fine. year when we did this, it centered a lot around the history of the turkey. It did, yeah. So I hope there's twice as many turkey facts this year. Can you believe this is our second? Did Christmas you know? Special? No, I've, I actually. I've, can't. I've got some. I've got some facts actually. Okay. okay. Go on. Let's go. <laughs> did you know? Did you know? Here's one for you. Did you know that the first ever blood transfusion that was successful <laughs> took place? On Christmas on, Day. On July 17th. I don't know that that's necessarily true. Why would they wait till Christmas in, Day for it? In 1667, oh, a French wow. physician transfused blood from a sheep into a 15-year-old boy. Oh. A sheep? That doesn't sound like it ended well. For either um, animal. I don't have the details here as to how well it ended. It took place in France. 
So it's a French sheep and probably a French boy. Oh, well, so which that probably means they're compatible. Probably, probably does. Um, well, I thought, well, I was thinking, I was brainstorming this. Okay. I was like, what is Christmas all about? Presents. Yeah, Jeez, well. Jesus. What do you think Christmas is all about? Um, gift giving and French, joy. French sheep tr- blood transfusions. I think it's about cold weather. Ooh. If you really think about it, right? Why did we have Christmas in the first place? Yeah. Back when we were pagans. Dark day of the year, yeah. wanted to get together. It was cold, it was Need dark. A party. And what's the coldest place of all? My heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and much like your heart, this has been uh, the claims to this land is uh, many fold. Um, this is about the signing of the Antarctic Treaty, which happened on December 1st, 1959. Okay. Yeah. So, hang this, on, sorry, this is, not in, this is not in scope, surely. It's Christmas time, December 1st. Just, I think you can't just choose something that happened in December and then. No, it's like how you take your Halloween decorations down mm-hmm. at midnight on October thirty first, and then at twelve oh one, it's Christmas season. Mariah Carey deems it so every year. I genuinely believe that anyone that has Christmas decorations up before December first should be put in stockades. Yeah, and oh, uh, December first. Hmm. This is a little bit different in America because we have Thanksgiving. And yes. so I would say after Thanksgiving, which can be as much as like a week before December 1st. Mm. Mm. I might allow it. I might okay. allow it. All right. But anyway, Antarctica. The Antarctica, as we know, big landmass. Yeah. Who owns it? Santa. Oh, no, that's the other one. And <laughs> That is the... <laughs> it's Santa's arch nemesis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lord Penguin King. <laughs> Lord Penguin King. A.K.A. Bad Santa. But uh, basically, uh, the, the sort of historical way of claiming land was go there, stick a flag in it, mm-hmm. and oppress the locals. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had no locals to oppress, except for the penguin kind. Um, but officially, 12 countries came together to sign this treaty on December 1st, uh, which was Argentina, Australia, Belgium. Belgium? I know, right? What the fuck were they doing <laughs> down there? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Chile, France, Japan, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa, the Soviet Union, and the United Kingdom and United States. The treaty now actually has 54 parties involved in it. So I'm not going to name all those, but there are probably other weird odds and sods like Belgium, like, you know, who else should not Emperor be Emperor penguins, Adelie penguins. <laughs> name no, two other types of rock, penguins. Rock hoppers. Ooh, one more. Um, shit, I definitely Ooh. know more. Uh, give me a minute. You're off penguin yeah, countdown. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm off my penguin game. <laughs> But uh, this tree Gen two penguins. Gen two is a great one. Gen good two job, is Will. a good one. Yes, that's a very good giant. One. Is there a giant penguin, or is I'm thinking of panda? En- en- emperor penguin. I said emperor. Red penguin. Red, red flying penguins. penguin. Communist penguins. Communist penguins. Yeah, there probably was some, the, 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 and the Russian enclaves there. Yeah, there are. Um, it was done for scientific cooperation mainly. They just wanted to kind of you know yeah share all that ice science. It's good ice. <laughs> Can't spell um, science without ice. There is some. Controversies though about Antarctica. Okay. Just FYI. Uh, first of all, environmental concerns. Yeah. Very messy. Some of these places. Yeah. They're just spilling their rubbish on Human the. Waste. Uh, yeah. The treaty says you can't like dump stuff there and everything. However, waste disposal is extremely problematic down there, as yeah. you can imagine. All these research centres. Uh, what do they do with the rubbish? Put it in the sea. Bury burn. it under the ice. Uh, it's a combination of bury it under the ice, burn it, mm. and. Uh, also, don't make as much rubbish as feed normal it places. Feed to the penguins. Yeah, feed it to the penguins. Okay. Um, also, another thing that's cropped up recently uh, is 
apparently there could be some rich veins of sweet, sweet resources oh, yeah. underneath all that ice and snow. Because, of course, Antarctica underneath is a solid landmass. And back millions of years ago, it was actually a sort of a forested area when the world was much, much hotter oh, wow. at certain stages. So there is potential that there could be some delicious, juicy oil sugar. down there. Oh, and sugar. And sugar. <laughs> Sorry, that was so juicy, I <laughs> dropped my phone. <laughs> uh, um, I've also uncovered a few interesting bits about uh, sort of military activity there. Apparently, there are uh, allegedly secret bases in Antarctica. <gasps> aliens? And potentially could be where they keep aliens. Will, you seemed like you were about to let us in on some state secrets there. I have absolutely no comment to make about the super secret alien base. In <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't! You guys can't see, but his eye is twitching. He definitely knows something. He is. The, he. He is. He. Oh my god! Is he Lord King Penguin? I mean, <laughs> if the shoe fits, if the big flipper fits. There you go. That's a tangential uh, December fact I had for you. That was a great December fact. I have one more. <laughs> So the, for those of you, you can't see this, but Will has uh, Will is having to dial in in this episode and he's discovered that you can put filters on and he's just put on a fil- filter on Google Hangouts of him in a uh, noir detective novel yeah. where he's now wearing a fedora and it's all gone black and white. I'd say a fedora that's about twice the size of his head. <laughs> head detection is really hard. We've not got that down. It's really good. <gasps> or maybe he's detecting his massive alien head oh, and making that. Oh, it's hiding that. his alien brain. I would say we should screenshot this and post it on the Instagram, but Will has locked us out of the Instagram <laughs> for the time being. <laughs> so. Yeah. So if anyone contacts you from our Instagram, that's going to be a spam bot that's trying to scam you out of something. Yeah. So just be where we're completely locked out of our Instagram. <laughs> Thanks to Will, the genius alien. Oh, that's great. Well, do you guys have any interesting tidbits for Christmas that you want to bring up? I've got one more. Yeah, um, I was, I was, I was bringing them up. <gasps> Here are my Christmas facts. I will give you three. Okay. <clears throat> one. Isaac Newton was born on Christmas Day. Oh, that's very okay, good. Okay, that's pretty good. There we go. Two. <laughs> the blood transfusion thing. We've done that one already. Yeah, yeah, I've <laughs> done that one. <laughs> um, okay, in 1913, there was the great crossword puzzle craze. On Christmas Day in 1913, the New York World newspaper, which was a very famous and popular newspaper at the time, sure. published a crossword puzzle created by Arthur Wynne. And this simple game then would go on to become a worldwide phenomenon and a beloved pastime for millions. It was indeed the first ever crossword. Was it the first ever, really? I did actually, I did know that because I do love crosswords, but I love, can you, have you solved it? Have you done it? Uh, I have done it, yeah. Oh, really? It's, yeah, I have a book uh, about puzzle history. Because of course I'm you do. gonna die alone, and um, <laughs> it has a whole chapter on crosswords, and it has the very first ever crossword puzzle that was published. It's That's pretty cool. It's was very hard. It's very different than the. Oh, how I, I made sure yeah, he didn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Also, like it was just about different types of hats. Mostly. Oh, was it like pop culture of the day? Yeah, yeah pop yeah, culture yeah, yeah, of the yeah, day yeah. It was like which radio star is, <laughs> has been seen canoodling with a Las Vegas showgirl. What does canoodling mean? Mm. Um. 
Nobody canoodles anymore. Nobody canoodles all these, anymore. All these Gen Z millennials, what are they called now? Are we millennials? Are we we gen- are millennials. Okay, yeah. good, good. What's we're, the- thank God we're not Gen Z. Gen Z. A shout out to all our Gen Z listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's after Gen Z? Is there a new generation yet? Yeah, they're Gen Alpha. Oh, that makes sense. It yeah. goes back. Gen Alpha. Yeah. Which is a pretty good generation to be in. They, I, I think I'm going to start a dating app called Canoodler. <laughs> Canoodler. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a hole in the market. I think there really is. Um, okay, Will is now a cat. Good, good filter change there. I have one more interesting tidbit of information about okay. Christmas. What was the greatest gift ever given for Christmas? Charlemagne's crown as Holy Roman Emperor. Ooh, very good, but totally wrong. Yeah, okay. Will. The cat, what does the cat say? Okay. A cornered little mouse. <laughs> <laughs> the answer, technology. Oh. When was the first text message ever sent? Was it on Christmas? Uh, uh, close enough. Oh, God. Yeah, it, what year? Was it in the Christmas zone? It was in the Christmas zone, for sure. <laughs> Is this from a phone to a phone? Or are you talking about, like, a mainframe, you know? Well, I will go into that in, in intricate detail. Okay. But the first time a phone received a text message. All right, I'm going to sort of split the difference and say 1985 will any any anything from our coy cat in the corner really uh, 1989 you should have gone way earlier yeah price is right rules one dollar uh, it, it is not one dollar and it was actually the third of december 1992 oh okay i take it back so, good guess will this was sent by a young chap named Neil Papworth, who was 22 at the time. Okay. He was an engineer for the CMA group, now part of some other place. Axion Ballistic exactly. Dynamics yeah, Incorporated. Yeah. But they're working for, <laughs> for a Vodafone in the UK on a ballistic missile project. No, um, <laughs> and he simply said, Merry Christmas. Oh. And it was sent from his computer, you should write that because phones didn't have keyboards at the time. Yeah. To the director at Vodafone, uh, who the director had an Orbital 901 mobile phone. Uh, have you ever heard of that? I, I have, have not. not. 1992 mobile phone. Is that technology. like a Nokia? It was pre Nokia. <laughs> okay. Pre Nokia phone for sure. Um, so phones didn't have keyboards, so it was just a one way thing. And he was obviously, you know, just brown nosing his boss to send him a happy Christmas thing. Um, but uh, the, as we know, text messages didn't go very far and nobody uses them at all. Yeah. Incorrect. Guess how many text messages are sent every single day? Every day. Well, I send about. 200,000. <laughs> Please respond. Are we, are, we including, are we including WhatsApps and things? Um, yeah, or just as, if it's SMSs, SMS. boy howdy, I haven't sent uh, one of those uh, in years. I'm yeah. going to say SMS because that's all I have the facts and figures for in front of me. I think, uh, I think I, on, on the average day in the world, what's the population of the earth right now? Like eight, seven, eight, eight billion? Eight, yeah, approaching eight. I'd say probably less than, less than 30 SMSs. Less than 30. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, yeah, the only SMSs I get are like login codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say I'm going to go more than 30. I'm going to say 30 million. So the answer is 23 billion texts per day. Wow. 23 billion SMSs per day in the globe. This is obviously kind of a slightly rough number. It's very hard to get. Yeah, who's account. counting? That's a that's a uh, shit me, job. I, I've got a clicker and my thumb has got RSI from doing it. Yeah, God. <laughs> um, but How many times do you think a person could click a button in one day without... 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jeez. Seize up. I mean, there was that uh, video like, where someone was given like a one pound dumbbell to see how many times they could curl it and they got to like, you know, 10,000 or oh something. Oh my God. Which, um, which, which I'm, I'm going to say probably about 20,000 if you, if you had to yeah. push. Yeah. If you're at like That's, prime thumb limber. That does seem like a Mr. Beast video in the waiting. Mr. Beast, I know you're listening. The thumb clicker. Um, but that's, that does work out to 8.4 trillion text messages a year, which yeah. takes up a hell of a lot of data, if you can imagine. That's about how many emails I get from the Democratic National Committee asking me to give $5 to Joe Biden. Does it really, do you really get that? <laughs> I don't get that so much, being a British citizen. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be problematic. If you get an Instagram message asking you to donate to a political cause from us, it is not us. <laughs> um, but I've actually done some calculations on this. The number, the, the amount of data, so 140 bytes per text. Um, if you were to write that out, one day's worth of text messages on standard A4 paper would stack approximately 140,958 metres high. Wow. And if you were to say that relative to the distance <laughs> of the moon... But why would we, why would we do any of these things? <laughs> yeah, we text so we don't have to write our messages on paper, you dweeb. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to give some units of measurement that people are familiar with, such real. as... But they're preposterous and, and, and unhelpful. the moon. <laughs> no, this is not preposterous. Hey, well, there's nothing more Christmassy than talking about the distance to the moon, okay? <laughs> Which, and 140,000 metres distance to the moon is a approximately 0.000367. That's not very far at all. It's not very far at all. (laughs) No, it's not very, very far. Um, But it's still a very tall stack of paper, really, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. However, if we wanted to reach the moon with a paper, it would take us... We don't, we don't. Sorry, can you... I have a clarifying question about the paper. It's all the text... Single-sided. Single-sided, just like single-spaced, 12-point font, Times New Roman. Yeah, basically 140 bytes worth of data per page. Okay, okay. Which is actually... Not that much, really. Yeah, um, all of Wikipedia is like thirty gig or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so maybe less. W- I think less than that. Actually. If we wanted to reach the moon, it would take us seven point five years worth of text messages to get there. Okay. Which is equivalent to about four hundred fifty-seven million trees worth of text messages. That's too. I would say. That's too many trees to sacrifice for this noble cause. Which is approximately 4.5 thousand square kilometres. Of trees. Of trees. Which is approximately the size of... Brunei. 
Wales. Or three Londons. <laughs> three Londons. Okay. On, on the whole, I think we should stop printing our text <laughs> messages. <laughs> you know those you know how people still sometimes have that email signature that says like please consider the environment before printing this email. It's like who's printing email? That is a very good question. Will, why why do you print your why do you print emails that you send me then send it to me in the post? <laughs> <laughs> it is I will say it is nice to receive post, but yeah, it is. I don't want your emails. What uh, what are we what are we all hoping to get for Christmas? Um, I don't I don't have a funny answer. I have a real answer, and I hope my dad slash Santa is listening because okay. I, I want AirPods. You want AirPods? Yeah. Okay. Good. That's a good good present. Yeah, because my headphones broke. Will Will, what do you want? I want Anna's AirPods. Rude. <laughs> I want to forest oh, Brunei. To <laughs> yeah, I want to forest Brunei with the trees required for my text messages. Dare to dream. We should get Elon on this. Tall paper stack. Dot IO. <laughs> See if it exists. It probably does. Maybe tall paper stack dot Christmas to keep with the theme of this episode. It's which has come through very really clear. I thought you could do dot anything. No, there's still like a list that you can register. And there's some, there are some like, you know, random ones like dot, you know, ninja and dot pizza yeah. and dot random stuff as well. I don't think that dot. Did you say pizza? Pizza. Is that how you pronounce it? How do you say it? Pizza. Um, what am I saying? Pizza. I swear you just said pizza. Pizza. I'm saying pizza. Pizza. I'll have a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> so I'm saying pizza. No, it's not pizza. It's pizza. I'm saying the exact same thing as you. Okay. <laughs> Will? So this, you... was, this was the content that you thought and <laughs> would, would potentially qualify as, as just like a normal episode with a Christmas spin. <laughs> this, is a, this is the high-brow, high-bar stuff you can come to expect on our Patreon. The Crimbo Limbo episode is has, now that we've done two... I can say is my favorite episode that we do every year. But think about this way. You're driving home for Christmas. You've got a long way to go. What better way to keep you company than three of us talking about text messages? <laughs> than three morons talking about <laughs> printing out their text messages. If this doesn't cause you to drive off the road, I don't know what will. Do you know, you're right. We should probably invest in a P.O. box so our fans can mail us. Yeah, especially now that our Instagram is dead. <laughs> I just don't know how you can do that in today's modern technology intellectual age. I know. Oh, that's because Will is a time yeah, traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Will, do you have any more Christmas facts? <laughs> He's shuffling through stacks quickly, of paper. Quickly Googling. No, I don't think he does. Elvis Presley's draft <laughs> notice came through on oh, Christmas God. Day <laughs> when he was drafted into the military. No. Yes. In 1957. Wow. In fact, no, no, it didn't. It came through on the December 20th, 1957, oh, which well, is like that, uh, it actually ruined does, does not meet my my criteria. Everyone forgets that fact. It's <laughs> not a Christmas fact. <laughs> actually, I do have a controversial uh, Elvis fact that happened recently. Okay. Did you know that Elvis jet uh, Elvis Presley had a jumbo jet of some sort, some sort of private plane? Yes. That was sitting in some desert somewhere, wasting away in belonged to basically just a scrapyard yeah. someone bought it mm. and then converted it into an Elvis themed camper van instead oh. and then the excess metal which obviously there's quite a lot because yeah. like you can fit a lot the of the wings for instance the wings no need for wings on a bus yeah um, he sort of carved a lot of that up into sort of Elvis memorabilia and it says like you know Elvis Presley memorial plane bit and you can buy it online and it caused absolute uproar wow. in my Elvis impersonators club <laughs> Well, yeah, you guys are very diligent and very sort of mm. 
you have like a strict doctrine about what can and can't be carved up and sold as memorabilia hair no problem <laughs> would you like to debut your elvis impersonation I, for the um, podcast right now i can yes Let's absolutely yes yeah. and and here we go uh hello i am elvis <laughs> <laughs> i have an achy breaky heart oh don't, don't elvis you're don't, covering billy ray cyrus <laughs> don't break my heart my yeah. achy breaky heart is not an elvis song no i I, that is shocking to me. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. I don't think your Elvis impersonators group is very good. I'm blue Abadie Abadie. <laughs> is that not? <laughs> no, that one is for sure. Um, so that is my fact about Elvis. That's a good Elvis fact. And that happened about last week, I think. Oh, that's a very recent Elvis fact. Yeah, very recent. Okay. I have no Christmas facts. No. Yeah. Maybe we should just end it here then. Yeah, we can just end it. <laughs> Will, do you want to turn into one more cartoon character before we end it? Uh, I do, yes. Just give me one moment. <laughs> he had it. You, what you've missed so far, dear listeners, is he had a cat on his head. Yep. He was a dog. He was a T-Rex. He uh, sat in, all, in front of all manner of lovely Christmas backgrounds. Yep. And now... It's just Will. It was kind of boring. Oh, oh is that a, Dubai? It's a nice... Uh, no, that's New York, right? That's the um, oh. whatever tower. Oh, I can't see from this angle. That's the Freedom Tower. Oh, oh now it's an aquarium. Oh, now he's underwater. underwater. No, I'm in an underwater um, Lair? undersea lab. It's a, yeah. it's a lab, specifically. That's Under very the good. Antarctic. Oh, here's a, um, not a Christmas fact, but a really embarrassing fact about me. Yes, I was because I feel like I've cultivated an air of sort of sophisticated, refined intelligence on this show. Um, have I told you guys about what I used to think tunnels were? <laughs> what could you possibly have thought tunnels it were? It wasn't until I rode the uh, Eurostar from London to Paris for the first time. So I'd say within the last decade that I realized that they had dug that underneath the seabed and you not just built a tunnel like through a the water tube yeah like a big oh. tube that if you know if something cracked it immediately just all this water and i blame the video game cruise in usa for that on n64 because there was a level where you could drive around hawaii in these big um underwater tunnels with with uh clear glass on the sides uh, okay. and so that warped my youthful mind and it wasn't until i saw the little diagram on the eurostar of the train going down Literally down down yeah, underneath yeah. the seabed and then up 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 okay that's i mean that's like that's not totally forgettable. i thought you like didn't believe tunnels existed or something or you <laughs> oh, thought no, it was I, like i don't think knitted or something like that <laughs> you know i don't know like yeah, that's, that's a... i thought we i thought the train went into a wormhole and then emerged in france the irish comedian darrow brian has a very good bit about him. the european tunnel okay. or the euro tunnel or the channel yeah. as it is often called yeah. channel tunnel um which is a gross word just it's a gross great. sound yeah. channel it it's, sounds yeah gross anyway um but um th when they dug it they had machines on both sides yeah. the french side and the english side that were chugging away to each other chewing up the ground and then rather than like extracting them all the way back again they just turned them 90 degrees to the right both of them dug a little bit and then paved it up behind them and so those so digging machines are still down there lurking. You and mean Ocean's 12 lied to me? I think so, yeah. Is that um, Ocean's 12? It's and then one ones. French engineer and one British engineer were chosen to go in with them, weren't they? Like, like <laughs> the pharaohs. They had to be interred. They had to be interred, yes, for sure. And they were, we were buried with a donkey and 
Uh, what were the pharaohs? What else were the pharaohs buried with in the pyramids? Uh, <laughs> all, all their stuff. organs in canopic yeah. jars. But, uh, yes, they were embalmed. Yeah. <laughs> highly recommend Daryl Breen for this though, because he's got a very good sketch. That's very and good. And he's like, you know, you can imagine being on that, you know, machine. It's like, are we going to France? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> nope. yeah, we're going to France, just a little bit further. <laughs> just a little bit further. <laughs> Oops. Man, they would have. I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. There we go. Well, That's Christmas. Brilliant. I mean, the most Christmas. Merry Christmas, episode, everybody. I can I can really think of that. I hope everyone I hope that filled everyone with holiday spirit. This is actually coming out the day after Christmas. Is it? We could we could put this out on Christmas. Yeah. Or Christmas Eve or something. Sure. I'll put it on Christmas Eve okay. maybe as a little treat for people. So you're welcome. Don't say I don't get you anything. Um, <laughs> also, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at the Randomly History <laughs> Club 2. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, I guess. <laughs> uh, we also have a Patreon where we do some of these unhinged episodes. There's quizzes, there's puzzles, there's fun, there's games. I post some random stuff about but that the would be a nice That would be a nice Christmas present that people can get us with really it, would with to join our patreon and in return they get a present from us which is uh, more content like this i mean it's a bit, bit, win, win. bit better than this really bye everyone all right bye okay, bye. 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 bye bye happy bye, bye, christmas bye, bye, bye. jingle bells oh he literally hung up the meeting <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna stop the recording oh, okay, and well, he literally hung up <laughs> i guess we'll head somewhere else to be bye will bye will <laughs> and, and bye goodbye you to our listeners yes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.